0: Welcome back to the Bougie Balls Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janay, Kingdom Ball serial entrepreneur, your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, aka the future wife coach. Welcome back, my babes. I missed you all last week. But as I said, it was family reunion time. So I had to get in with the family. Plus, we had a holiday. So I hope that you that are listening here in the United States enjoyed your holiday and your three day weekend. And I just hope that you all collectively just enjoyed your weekend and your week whenever you are listening to this podcast for those babes that are listening for the very first time welcome to the bougie babe squad welcome I am so happy that you clicked on this podcast make sure that you subscribe make sure that you comment if you feel the need to or send me a dm or email all the information is in the show notes and for my babes that have been rocking with me since day one welcome back my babes sending out podcast hugs one day we are going to meet (laughs) once all of this rona ona is calmed down i for sure will be having another conference so i'm looking forward to meet those that didn't get to come to uh, my very first conference that you'll be able to come to the next conference. So let's go ahead and get on into this podcast for today. I am not going to be before you long. I just wanted to make sure that I get in something good. Get your bang for your buck for this week. Okay, something to ponder on think on and put into action. And then we're going to wrap on up this podcast for today. So uh, this morning, once again, I was thinking of a topic. And I said, Lord, what what do you want me to talk about? And I just kept hearing love. And I'm like, okay, I talked about love before on this podcast. And, you know, we don't want to beat, you know, the horse over the head too many times. But I was just wondering, like, what is it about love that you want me to talk about? And I just kept hearing the word love. So clicked on to Clubhouse and went into a room and the room was on... Should women marry for love or finances? And it clicked, okay? Now I know what to talk about for today. So today, as you saw by today's title, we're gonna talk about love and lust. And a little bit of marriage is gonna be, you know, presented in there as well. So let's go ahead and get in. I'm gonna read you the definition of lust. Then we are going to dive into the good book and read about love, okay? So lust. Lust is a psychological force producing intense desire, okay, remember that word, for an object or circumstance while already having a significant amount of the desired object. Lust can take any form such as the lust for sexuality, money, or power, lust feeling you see it desire is a feeling okay desiring someone sexually desiring more money just having a feeling of having more money and wanting more money that feeling of power how you feel so lust is riddled with feelings and i spoke about feelings on here before okay Feelings can get you in trouble, ladies, okay? And we are just filled with feelings. I mean, that is just the way that we were created, but we have to learn how and when to use those feelings, right? Okay, so that's lust. So let's go ahead into the good book. Okay, so I am reading 1 Corinthians chapter... 13 and i'm gonna start with the message version and then i'm gonna go into the new king james version okay verse number four love never gives up love cares more for others than for itself love doesn't want what it doesn't have love doesn't strut doesn't have a swelled head doesn't force itself on others isn't always me first Doesn't fly off the handle, doesn't keep score of the sins of others, doesn't reveal when others grovel, take pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trust God always. Always looks for the best Never looks back But keeps going to the end So that is the lay version Um, Now let's get into The New King James Version Okay 1 Corinthians 13 New King James Version And we are at verse number 4 Love suffers long And is kind Love does not envy Love does not parade itself It's not puffed up Does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in truth, bears all things, believes all things, hope all things, endures all things. Love never fails. So I'm going to leave it there, go back and read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, dissect it, swallow it, chew it, okay, and digest it, all right? Because I know we've heard that those verses so many times, we've read it, we heard it in church, we heard it at weddings, we heard it here on this podcast, but there's a reason why I am to talk about love today, because it seems as though it's not getting across, and people are still thinking they love when they're actually lusting, when they actually have feelings, instead of the actions of love, love does not parade itself. Love does is not puffed up. Oh, I love you. So you know, it's not that type of ego type of, of thing, right? Love is an action. It is not a feeling. So I really want you all to really ponder that and, you know, tell others as well. You know, you may hear other female friends say, oh, my gosh, I love him. And I've heard this a million times. I love him. I love him. I love him. Okay, you love him. Tell me what's the definition of love and tell me what you're doing with love. Or is it oh my gosh, because he just makes me feel so good. And I just love when we're around each other. And you know, I'm glad that we can Netflix and chill and this and that and blah, blah, blah. No, (laughs) that is not love. Sis, that's lust. And I've been through many a lustful relationships. And even um, on that clubhouse room that I was in today, someone got up and said, you know, I was in love with him and then I fell out of love with him. You don't fall out of love with anyone. Love never fails. Love never fails. It's long suffering, okay? Verse four, love suffers long and is kind. No matter what you are going through in a marriage The love is kind, okay, it's not beating you up, you could be going through a hard, you know, situation. But the love is kind with you two working together to make sure that that marriage continues to flourish or whatever you you got going on. And that marriage either elevates or depletes whatever is going on in that in that marriage or in that relationship. For those that are listening for the very first time, I do not believe in situationships. I do not believe in dating. I do believe in friendship, okay, getting to know someone. So you won't really hear me talk about more so like relationship type things. But I know people are out there having them, you know, so I, you know, I I will allude to that at times, but that is not something that I condone. The best thing to do is just have a friendship. No sex, get to know that person Because that's that's another thing Some of you that may be listening Or just a majority that's out here Listening to TV or reading magazines And thinking that you need to have sex before marriage Or shack up before marriage You think that you're in love Because you lay down And allow this man to enter your vagina Enter your womb You think that you're in love And then you think that he's in love, but there's no love. (laughs) There's no love. You having sex with someone that's not your husband, that is just a situationship or relationship, and you just want to give over your body to this person because of the way you feel, because you are feeling hot in the tail, right? Or you're feeling that you want to be closer To this man and this is the way That you're going to get closer to him Or why hasn't he Attempted to have sex with me Is he you know does he not like Women and this that and the other So you you throw yourself At this man And I'm going to tell you one thing if you haven't Heard it before A man loves Sex that is his fuel this is his Gas ladies So if you are with a man that if you continuously badger this man, okay, that really doesn't have any intent of, you know, truly marrying you, he's gonna take it. And he's gonna continue to take what you give to him. And then he's gonna get tired of you. And he's gonna leave you on the side. And you're gonna wonder why when there's there was love, when there was no love, he does not equate you giving yourself to him as love so let's not get lust and love confused so i want you to be able to the next time you get these feelings that rise up let's just say you meet someone you're speaking on the phone you might have outings or you know hangouts or whatever with this person and you are really enjoying this person's company you are really enjoying that this person is of high caliber that you know they they fear the lord you know i mean they they may have the intent to you know to want to get married but don't let that cloud your judgment of what love really is does this person seek their own pleasure does this person think evil Does this person parade itself around? Like does this person say hurtful things? Love suffers long but it does not hurt. Love goes on. Love doesn't fail. But it does not hurt. It does not tear you down. It does not give you a black eye. It does not take your womb. Okay? When you're not married. (laughs) This man that shows you the action of love is selfless because that's what love is. So should a woman marry for love? Yes, love is selfless. So entering into marriage, and you have to know what marriage is. Entering into marriage is a selfless thing. It is not about you. Love is not about you. This is why I said get the feelings out of that right? Because we think that love is such this, you know, this giddy feeling when it's not. It's a series of actions, ongoing, long suffering actions of selfless action, not thinking twice about it, not thinking, oh, I gotta do it. Because This person is my husband, or I gotta, you know, love this person because this person is my best friend. No, it's selfless and it's something that you want to do and take action on all the time, no matter the circumstance. It's the love of God. As much as we sin here on earth, He still loves us, He still answers our prayers. He doesn't say, oh, I'm gonna divorce you as a child because you made me mad or you did X, Y, Z. No, his love is long suffering and kind. It teaches. It builds us up. Women and men should marry with the intent of love, selfless, knowing that marriage is the glorification of God here on earth, that Entering into this marriage, there's going to be procreation, procreation of life, procreation of ministry, the ministry of marriage and doing things on this earth, wonderful things on this earth, because the marriage has come together because there was a marriage because those two have come together. Marriage is not this, you know, glamorous it's the glare it's glamorous in the eyes of God and glamorous in the eyes of those who 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 know it and you know appreciate it but it's not this glamorous thing it it really isn't but it's beautiful and what it produces so love should be there so what this room was getting at is basically love being a feeling like okay should i marry you know for these feelings or should i marry for these finances and the reason why i say also say both is because you got to do things with finances i know some of you're like oh what's she talking about (laughs) they should marry for finances too yes the finances got to be there guys we live in a world that revolves around money as much as we would probably hope that we we didn't have to have that much money, we still have to have money so the the marriage still has to sustain on finances, so you have to know what amount of money for the type of marriage that you guys want to have, and that's another thing that you have to talk about and I mentioned that here before is this going to be a marriage of you know tradition where He is the sole breadwinner and you are taking care of the home, okay, which is not bad and something that, you know, is taught, okay, that's our domain, the home, while he's taking care of the outside of the home, right? Or is this going to be where you're working and he's working as well? Like that is something that you guys have to, you know, speak about. This is something that you have to write down in your standard, right? When you're thinking of your husband, And if this is something that you, that you want, you don't want to get with a man that says, Hey, um, I don't want you to work, you know, when you become a wife, but you're like, okay, I still want to work when I become a wife, it's not going to work. So don't force it. So you definitely want to be in line with a man that wants the same things that you want in that regard. But finances are important in the marriage as well. You got to raise your children, you got to pay bills, you know, you got to do all these things that this world has laid out for us, right? So we can't look past it. And ladies, if you are wanting to be, you know, a housewife, there is nothing wrong with being a housewife wife, don't let anyone tell you that you are a gold digger. This is just a desire that has been placed on your heart, i.e. myself. The same thing. But then I'll have my little hobbies, right? It's nothing that's not that's going to take me away from my duties inside the home and taking care of the home. And again, being a housewife does not mean that you are a slave. It just means that you're running the home right that's it it doesn't mean that you can't go out and do little things it can't mean that you can't take a zumba class it it doesn't mean that you can't have something you know your your hobbies on the side right you're just not committed to a job to a corporation you're committed to your home you're committed to making your home grow and making your home flourish and that is work so no you're not a gold digger Please stop listening to these people out here. I've heard it so many times. But the number one reason we should be getting married is for the Lord to give God the glory for the glorification of God. That is the number one reason. And how does God get the glory by that successful marriage doing something in this world? If you're going to get married, know that you're getting married for a purpose not just to get married you know to say I'm married for you know tax purposes and you know things of that that nature that is not why we get married we get married for love because it's selfless we get married because there is a purpose that comes out of that marriage this is why you need to be equally yoked is it all coming together This is why you need to be equally yoked, because if you are not equally yoked and you are not on the same playing field, it's not going to work. You're going to have problems. And I pray if you do step into something like that, that you two are so devoted to the Lord and the Lord is inside of your marriage that you're able to work it out and pray and get on that one accord. Because when you're on one accord, big things happen. The house is being run well. Outside the house is being run well. You two have come together to think on a project to do to help someone, to help something, the purpose of your marriage. And you can find that out during courtship if you would just let it happen. Take sex out of the equation. Introduce friendship into the equation. When courtship comes, you build on that friendship Find out more about each other, the purpose is going to come out in courtship. And you're going to know why God puts you together. You're going to know why you're going into this marriage. Two lives come together is not easy. But because love is long suffering and it's kind, you're going to be able to work through your situations. The D word is not going to be the first thing that comes out of your mouth. When you marry for lust, okay when you marry just to get ahead (laughs) in in your in in your life and not thinking about anyone else and you're selfish going into a marriage that's when a d-word comes up quick as day oh we gotta get a divorce why because your needs aren't getting met have you even thought about the needs of the other person has that person thought about your needs So you can't have two selfish people in a marriage and and expect it to work. You can't have two lusting people in a marriage and expect it to work. So that's all I just wanted to talk to you guys about today. Is it lust? Is it love? You have the definitions of both. You have Google to go back to look up the definition of lust. You have the word to go back to look up what love truly is. So the next time someone says they love you think about are they doing actionable things the next time you say you love someone are you willing to be selfless for this person the greatest gift we have is love because it goes above and beyond we are to love one another this is why if we see someone and we help them that's an action of love right and we didn't think twice about it if we think twice about it it's not love Because we we then introduced our feelings into it. Giving selflessly is an action of love. So ponder on that. I pray that you have gotten something out of this podcast for today. And just know that the love of God and the love of Christ is the love we should mirror. It doesn't have stipulations. It's done selflessly. So my loves, until the next podcast. Bye-bye.